this stuff called? Yerba mate. Yerba mate. I've never heard of that. It's pretty good. What is it? You can't, <laughs> you can't forget to switch the camera, though. Well, right now it's just on you. Is it? Oh, yeah. I th- Dude, I literally, legit, bro, legit, <laughs> I was looking at the screen over there, and I thought that it was the picture that we took, <laughs> 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 because you use the picture, and then you transition in. Man, okay, so guys, welcome. Clearly, we're yeah. a little rusty. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, guys, welcome to the podcast. Um I'm your host, Bailey Mullins, in the chair, the man in the chair, the man with the brains behind the computer, Caleb Ward. Hey. Um, we've taken a little break off the podcast. Actually, we did do one podcast, and the audio didn't record. So uh, if you guys watched that one, uh, <laughs> what, what was it? like? There was a bunch of people who watched through the whole thing. Yeah, we and there had, was no audio the whole time. Yeah, we had about like 20, 25 views throughout, but we had two consistent viewers watch the entire podcast of like two hours of no audio whatsoever. So uh, that's a true fan right there. <laughs> Thanks. I think my girlfriend was one of them, just left it open or something like that. Um, But yeah, so we kind of just wanted to come on here and talk about where we're at currently, what the future of it looks like in... So something Caleb and I have been talking about for a while and something we kind of dedicated um, when he came on to the show and then kind of really at the beginning of COVID was growing this channel and 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 increasing the, the reach and, and the amount of people's lives we can speak into. But not only just caring about the numbers of because I think so many people nowadays care about the, the numbers, right? They care about the how many people are following them and they get their worth from how many likes they get right. and how many people listen. But I think the biggest, like the biggest um, attribute uh, of people should be how, where are you taking the people that you are leading? And, and so the whole plan for this is, is we want to grow the, the reach of the podcast uh, on YouTube specifically but we also want to continue to refine where we're at and where we're leading everybody to. And, and so um, really a big thing for me is just refining myself. If I'm not constantly being more and more refined every day, then there's no way I can lead people to good, good things. If I'm not receiving the uh, reality from, from the Lord then I'm not going to get anywhere. And I guess that's something we can kind of transition and talk about. So today's episode is literally going to be us talking about what we want the future of the podcast or what we see maybe it going to be. And then also just talking about what's been going on in our lives, what we've been learning. Um, So one of those things that I've been learning is this idea of worshiping in spirit and truth, Mm. right? Uh, That Jesus tells the Samaritan woman, when he's she's confused about where they should worship, right? He, he says one day you will worship both in spirit and truth. And uh, one of one of my teachers was telling me that that word truth can also be kind of interchanged with the word reality. So 
if we're seeing the truth, we're seeing reality, essentially. And that got me to thinking, okay, how many of us are actually seeing reality? Like, if I look at you, Caleb, and I am only seeing the attributes of you that I've experienced or that I want to see, and I'm not trying to seek you through the lens and the eyes of the Spirit of God, right? then I'm not actually doing you justice, and I'm not actually seeing who you are. So I'm essentially observing and thinking of you as something other than who you really are, something right. other than reality. That w- What is reality? Reality is the truth. And what is it's it's what is real. Reality is what is real. And so I can have my own perceptions of you, but if it's not in line with what God, how God sees you because he created you, then it's not actually true. And so I don't want to be walking through life just seeing glimpses or slivers of what is actually in front of me. I want to see and understand and experience life in its fullness, in reality, in truth. I want to be in awe of God through the Spirit in order to see reality. And I I think, you know, I may be wrong, <laughs> but I feel like that's kind of where Jesus is getting to. Yeah. He's like, through the Spirit, you will see all truth. Right. And that, like, and you will be in awe of me because of it. And uh, so that's kind of, a transition there so well and what's interesting is like just the reality around us is just data that our ears and our eyes and our other senses take in and then our brain tries to interpret it but that doesn't mean that it correctly interpreted (laughs) it (laughs) we are taking in all of this detail and data but that doesn't mean that we're not missing the bigger reality, mm. the bigger truth of God and his power and his love that surrounds us in an invisible realm that we can't just see with our own eyes. Mm. And, and I think that's what it is, right? The spirit of God is the encryption code yes, to interpret the data that we observe and soak in through our minds correctly. Right. Because... So many times we interpret that reality data through our past trauma, through our Mm -hmm. past experiences, and then we slap labels and stickers on people because we don't want to go down that same road again. Well, and not only that, but we often can't hear God because of our own hurts, of our own pain and things that are blocking us from hearing and seeing God because he is all around us and he is constantly pursuing us. Mm. But if we're going to put up walls, whether we realize it or not, if we're going to be angry at God, if we're going to put up walls and unforgiveness and bitterness, then we are not going to experience all that God has for us. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that kind of goes into so- something else I've been learning recently is how to value and see other people as something very special. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of the times, and I, I think multiple people, but I think this is a problem for me especially, 
is I see myself as very unique, <laughs> you know, and, I, and, and, and it is warranted to some extent because right. I do things that are unique. I think, well, and we were all way. created uniquely yeah. as child of children. But of that's, God. A, that's the thing, understanding that we were all made uniquely, mm. right? For, for me, I kind of put in, and I th- it's, it's because I live in my body, right? Right. But I noticed that is my demise, right? Mm-hmm. To think of myself higher than I ought to. Like, that, that's literally scripture right there. Right. That's <laughs> pride. Yeah. And pride, I was listening to C.S. Lewis recently. I was listening to, I, I listened to Mere Christianity in like two days, <laughs> which I think it should be required reading for every single Christian. Like, so good. If you're going to be a Christian, read Mere Christianity. I mean, there's you're going to be a Christian, <laughs> read C.S. Lewis. Yeah, I'm actually on a s- second book. I, I forget which one it is. It was based upon a sermon he did right before he died. Mm. So I haven't really got into it. I'm still in the preface. Um, I'm writing a book, by the way. Anyway, back <laughs> to what I was saying, that sometimes I value my life above others. But what Jesus is trying to tell us and show us is that the way so you know how like we know about ourselves right how bad of people we are like (laughs) we know it about ourselves because we know all the little tiny little snaky things that are like and obviously like the sanctification process is real so like we're being made new every day like we're getting better essentially and not only that but sometimes we uh we kind of blind our own selves through pride to some of those oh uh, sure if we're not uh, yeah details if we're not open to it if we we think of ourselves too high right we're not open to the sanctification process because we're already perfect right right we don't (laughs) need to become more like jesus um but uh but yeah we know the worst things about ourselves more than other people do right and but we always forgive ourselves. Mm. And so I think in a, in a sense, and I think this is what C.S. Lewis was saying, in a, in a sense, God is trying to show us through ourselves as the example how we should treat other people because we always forgive ourselves and we know how bad we are. Right. So we need to be treating other people in the same way we treat ourselves. It's kind of the beta test for how we should think of everybody. Because if we can position our heart to think of everybody as just as important as ourselves. And I know we talk about that all the time in church. We talk about it all the time. It's in the scriptures of counting someone more significant. Not even the same amount of significance, but more significant. That your happiness, that your well-being... Mm. is more important than mine right now. How hard is that to actually, like, believe, <laughs> you know? Well, and my kind of, one of my personal struggles is, like, trying to um, gain uh, acceptance through serving. So, mm. in, so it's almost like I think that I'm putting others ahead of me. I think that I'm being this good selfless person who's always serving others but in reality it's my own pride thinking that I can do everything by myself mm. and thinking they, I didn't need God and thinking that yeah. I'm so good and people love me because I'm doing this stuff for them. well let me ask you this 
when they don't respond the way you want to them to, does right. it hurt your heart? Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of a... Um, the indicator. Yeah, that's the indicator that your heart isn't right. So that's why the Bible's talking about how good works doesn't get you to heaven. Yeah. Because with God, every single thing that he does is through the heart and about the heart. It's not about our outward appearance, about our outward actions. It's all about what we're actually feeling and thinking and even subconsciously acting. Yeah. Because even if we don't realize we're doing this, God sees our inward brokenness and turmoil and messed up junk. And he still loves us, and he's still refining us and working through that process with us. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, on the on terms of, like, serving in that way and, and being a part of the ministry, I think, you know, many times what God does is he'll put us in situations that grow us if he knows we're ready. Right. Like, he's not going to put us in a situation where he knows we're just going to get crushed. Like, he's not going to put us in a situation to where he knows we don't have the attributes in order to potentially succeed. And the thing is, he knows our hearts, so he knows if we right. can handle it. Right, and, and so recently, you know, I I'm, I recently moved ministries I- involved with, so whoever's watching, if they, you didn't know that, I, I recently moved ministries. I, I was really quiet about it. I, I really didn't tell a lot of people. Right. I just kind of did it. Um, I didn't even mean to really, it just kind of happened. Um, but in this new ministry, uh, I, I've been going to a lot of the different Bible studies and, and the, the leadership kind of squad trainings and stuff. And I've, I've been searching for something. I've been searching for this perfect group that will mm. fill me and I can fill them and, yeah. and, we can discuss deep theological ideas and mm-hmm. and dive into the applicable. How, how do we cre- create unity within, you know, uh, Texas and College Station right. and Austin and Dallas, these big cities? How do we bring these churches together and, and move as one uh, united body? Like, it, how do we bring innovation into the church? How do we bring podcasting and... and uh, uh, and, and new concepts like uh, different B2B kind of business transactional ideas like uh, or how do we return to uh, tabletop fellowship uh, with breaking bread and eating meals together like the first century church. You know, all of these big concepts that are deep in my heart now, like especially with Josh's Bible study and everything like that and, and uh just how do we get to this point where we're actually doing what we're supposed to be doing? Like we're not just coming up with like we're not just basing our lives off a of tradition and this is how we've done it and all of these things. And, uh, and I've been like searching. I'm like, where's this perfect group to where <laughs> everybody wants to, you know, be on the same page as me. And so I'll go into different Bible studies or, or the Bible study at my church, the ones that I'm supposed to go to. In, in a sense, or I don't think I, I necessarily have to, but, um, and I don't feel like I fit in because these are the level of conversations that I want to have. Right. I want to have conversations 
we're we're moving somewhere. We're getting somewhere. We are uh, establishing a precedence of thought and spirit and biblical backing that we can actually do something. And you didn't feel like you were having those conversations. I, I feel like it's very rare. Mm. I feel like it's very rare, and I feel like I have all these cosmic ideas and and vision and, and I see a lot and I can interpret a lot of of reality around me and it's hard to connect with people that are like let's go play football you know yeah. it's like yeah and I'm not I'm not saying that's not me too I love sports I love being active I'm a mixed martial artist like I love that um but I, I was searching for something to have conversations to be able to speak into lives like for instance sometimes in bible study this is this is a common dilemma i'm actually writing a book i'm in the middle of a book writing a book on kind of this process like how does someone and this is very early stages so i'll, I'll talk more about it as we move on but uh how does someone that understands a lot and has a lot of vision has constant ideas and like can see things for some reason since they were a kid i i i hesitate to call it anointing because i don't i don't know if that word is even used correctly in the 21st century church (laughs) but uh how how does someone that is young and has a lot of vision fit within like a church structure or something like that and what I realized leaving is maybe it's because they're not the audience. I, I need to, and that's why I started the book, because yeah. to understand where and when, there's a time for everything. There's a right. place for everything. Maybe I'm not supposed to answer every question in Bible study, even if I know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But maybe, instead, knowing myself, receiving from God, understanding my giftings, and then applying them where they should be. And, and that's when we get back to the podcast. That's when we get back to book writing. You're an author yourself. You're working right. on a book right now. Um, and, and this is what we're kind of talking about before the podcast, is I feel like this is how I felt is that, you know, and, and you brought up a good point, uh, but I feel like I we're, we're pushed in ministry to do it in a certain way that it's been done. And I'm not saying move away from the first century church. I think the discipleship method was, was brought forth by Jesus and the apostles through the Spirit of God. Right. And it is the way. We're supposed to gather in homes and share possessions. And break bread with one another. Um, but I also think there's a place for the deep intellectual thinker. Of course. And I think it gets minimized sometimes. It's like, oh, learn your place, young 23-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know. And so that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now. And to kind of bring it back to the podcast and, and, and the title of this podcast um, is, what does the future of this look like? And like, where have you been? Like, where have we been? And I and I think a big thing for me is in order for me to even want to talk 
on on a, a podcast like because i always want to talk <laughs> but is it going to be helpful you know like am i going to bring life to the people watching and the people listening if i'm not going to bring life then it's going to be hard for me to sit in this chair and say anything because it's more important to me that my life is in order in order to to do this and uh, and to be honest there's there's a lot of other things going on but um yeah so that was kind of a ramble <laughs> <laughs> well and i, I think it's interesting <laughs> it's true he does yeah. um so that I takes my time but <laughs> I, I think I it's w- interesting this is important that to me you were saying that um it just kind of happened with you kind of switching ministries mm. but uh for me, as kind of an outsider from your own personal life, mm. it seemed very natural and very obvious that it was going to happen. Really? Just through conversations of your kind of your frustration and wanting more, but also knowing that no ministry or no one group is going to fulfill you. Only God can do that, yeah. of course. <laughs> but wanting more. Yeah. And so I could see like you wrestling with these deeper questions and see that you wanted that God was having you move on. Mm. And I think that things are never just going to happen because there's no coincidences. There's no life just happens. Everything has a purpose. And so God was showing you things and allowing you to greater insight, allowing you to see things so that he could take you from where you were and put you into where you're called to be and put you into what he has next. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, that, that's a good way to put it. And I, I think a lot of the times what different people in ministry see when people move ministries or congregations or whatever you want to call it, is the people that kind of just bounce from place to place, kind of searching for people to be different or, like, for finally to find the place where they fit in perfectly. Right. And um, they're really searching out the fulfillment of their own ideas. Yeah. And so I think a lot of the times people see that, but for for me that wasn't the case. Right. And for those people that's more like pride. That's more of I know what should be done. I know how things should be and they need to conform to my thoughts mm-hmm. and they need to change. They need to be this or this or this. They need to play this music. They need to do it this way. Yeah. And if they don't do it that way, then clearly God wasn't calling me here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that ignorant. Yeah, I know that that's <laughs> obviously not what you were doing. I just want to say that I that you know, does happen. I have deep conviction, mm. and I can't settle, like, mm. with anything. And it's it's a burden sometimes. It's like I sometimes struggle with the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> with complacency. Well, I th- I think most people are in that that yeah. camp, but I I think God's gifted me with some unique mind mm. since I was a little boy. Like I I w- I tell this story, and it was I wasn't even I wasn't even two. I mean I was like around two years old, so that's like 
I mean, when you're around two, you you start walking, right? Right. Um, and my brain would just put two and two together. It's like I can't take credit for anything I do. Like, and this is part of what I'm learning and really my life story is like redirecting that glory. Like right. this glory should not come to me. Right. I'm a, I am me, I am but a measly vessel right. of this great powerful entity in the cosmic, you know, universe <laughs> somewhere, right? Beyond our understanding. And but also right here next to us. Which and is that's what's so wild. Crazy. And <laughs> in us. Yeah. A part of us, a person, and an all-powerful creator. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. It's just insane. But when I was a little boy, um, I like I can remember the colors. So like a lot of times you, you talk about memories that you had when you were young, right? right? And, uh, and sometimes you just remember what you've been told and you kind of create this replay in your mind and you've done it so many times that it feels like a memory. Yeah. You think it's a memory, right? This is not the case. I remember details that (laughs) people have not told me or would have told me the colors of things, the location in which these things have happened. These things don't pop up in stories. These details like, oh, yeah, you remember exactly how the walls were set up and the color of the – it's not mentioned. Nobody thinks about those things, only me because I'm a freaking weirdo. <laughs> um, but I was about two years old, and I climbed up, I remember, in the garage to my dad's – and I was a – you know, I'm, I'm not, like, the biggest guy now, but I was a bigger baby, like – I was a big kid. Like, they thought I was, like, on the 150 percentile of height and, like, all this crazy stuff. And, you know, 5'8 <laughs> or something like that. Uh, <laughs> a little disappointing for you, I nah, guess. Nah, bro. I, I love myself. <laughs> um, but I, I got in my dad's tool chest and got a Phillips head screwdriver. And And for me, it was just, like, what's the next logical step? It's, like, okay, find where that same shape is and goes. And so it was just, uh, I think I might have even figured it out before I went and got the screwdriver, Mm. that the bottom hinges, the only ones I could reach on the doors, and all the doors in my house had the same shape, but reversed. And so I went and proceeded to unscrew all the bottom hinges of all the doors in my house. That's impressive. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And uh, that's not the only thing I did as a baby, but um, but my dad caught me, and I'm like, have screwdriver in <laughs> hand, bolts on the floor, and I'm sitting there. That's taking terrible twos to the next <laughs> level. <laughs> right, right. And he goes, boo, and he's trying not to laugh. <laughs> right. But he wants like me to know that I'm not supposed to take apart the house. <laughs> right. He's like, Bailey, and he's like, what's going on? And I was like, legit, bro. I remember saying this. This is what's crazy. Maybe it was a ghost. (laughs) That's what I said. I was like, maybe it was a ghost. (laughs) And then I literally, my younger sister was a, like, less than one-year-old infant at the time. And I go, maybe it was saucy. (laughs) <laughs> my sister's name maybe it was sophie 
and legit trying to get out of stuff at two freaking years old. Yeah. And my dad said at that moment, he's t- oh, we've talked about it. He's like, at that moment, I knew you were going to be a handful. <laughs> <laughs> but um, And you still are to this but, day. But that's what I'm talking about. I was like born with this curiosity. And I guess that hints to the, the name of this podcast. Uh, that I can't unsee or ununderstand what I understand. I have deep conviction for the truth. It's like I can't just ignore and go through life just being okay with injustices or like in stuff that's incorrect. Well, like, you are called to explore and discover that truth. And sure. Learn more. Like something we've talked about before, which a lot. I mean, I don't even. I don't really believe this is that controversial. But we we had a episode that we didn't think we should keep up about it. But about, you know, for instance, the uh, the concept of the rapture. I'm sure you knew I was going there. Right. Uh, well, there were only two we took off. and <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, and, and how that's just, it's simply not biblical. Like, I will challenge anybody to go look into the scriptures and really read them in their context. You know, um, we're not going to get into that right now, but, but something like that. Like if I, you know, once I, cause I was grown, I was raised to believe that we were just going to disappear. <laughs> it was just got one day just, he comes like a thief in the night We're we're <laughs> disappeared and now we're in another dimension, you know, <laughs> like that's no what process, I, no nothing. Cause I, I was raised Baptist. I, I think that's a very Southern, uh, belief. I actually think that theology uh, is, uh, from what I've been told, like is very strong and centered within Dallas Theological Seminary. And, and that's why a lot of Southern pastors and preachers will preach uh, a uh, rapture. And it's a kind of a dispensational viewpoint. So that is just a theological belief system. Um, what, what, what would you say are kind of theological belief system is is uh is there a name to it yeah so yeah the, what is it the name is kind of um pre-millennial although okay. anyone who doesn't know what that means that that's okay do you want to like explain yeah. that kind of thing so um there's different ways of looking at the will the second coming happen and how will it happen so some people say that it is going to happen in a future time um, and they're either dispensationalists or premillennials um, millennial being like the millennium right about that's talked about in um, in scriptures not the generation of people right <laughs> so um, dispensationalism came about in I think the 1800s where it's like um, the the rapture is going to happen and then the Jews will be on earth and God will deal with the Jews. And then the Christians will just hang out in heaven. Um, the premillennial. And then they'll come back again. Right. Or Jesus will come back again. Right. Then pick up the Jews after they've gotten their punishment. Right. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a, a lot. <laughs> and then premillennial is like. Um, they think the, the great tribulation already happened. No, that's postmillennial. Oh, yeah, yeah. So premillennial is like it's going to happen in the future. The Christians will be on earth. Um, Everything is kind of like we don't necessarily and never will until it happens understand 
how things are going to happen, but it's more of a literal interpretation of the Bible and what it says is going to happen. Mm. And um, post-millennial is that um, a lot of the stuff, all those prophecies kind of already happened in a more spiritual way in the death and resurrection of Jesus or through um, the Holy Spirit. Is now the age to come. Right. Or like an amillennial is like the second coming isn't really going to happen at all. That's already, that was all spiritual, already happened kind of thing. And so what's interesting is a lot of people go from, they grow up dispensationalist and that's all they know. And then they get, which is a rapture right. theology. And then they start exploring that and realize, okay, that doesn't actually make any sense. And so then they jump to like amillennial or postmillennial where it's um, it's not going to happen at all. Right. But Where like so essentially uh, postmillennial is like Jesus came, gave us the Holy Spirit, and now – the Holy Spirit and the sanctification process is just going to inc- increase. Christianity is going to increase until we take over the whole world. Right. And then Jesus returns still? Uh, Do they return? Do they still return in that? In a way, but <laughs> it depending on the on the thought. If you're pre-millen or if you're post-millennial, then you're probably like, yes, he's yeah. still going to return in a physical form. Yeah. If you're amillennial, then maybe not. It, yeah. It's it's weird and confusing, yeah. and, and I, I different people think different things. I, I don't necessarily want to be biased right now, at least, <laughs> to a specific viewpoint or 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 uh, a theological viewpoint right now. But but the point is is that there there is a understanding of the Bible based upon biblical authors. There is truth and there is lies. There, there's two differences, you know, and like seeing reality for, for what it is sometimes is hard because when you – like the whole concept of ignorance is bliss. Right. It's really not. <laughs> you know, ignorance equals death. Ignorance equals pain and, and heartache and, and hurting people, you know. Well, and I think Jesus really just said it. And I mean, of course, Jesus said it the best. He's Jesus. Uh, <laughs> he just said, for those who have ears to hear and eyes to see, let them hear, let mm. them see. Mm. So it's for those that really do want to find the truth, those who really do want to discover more of me and what I'm talking about and why it's so important, let them, let them see, let them hear, let them explore, let them search out my truth and my mm. love and all that I am. Now, that's to say, no one is going to have all the answers, right? If me. someone No. <laughs> <laughs> if someone tells you that, then they're liars. Or they have a lot of pride. You're a liar. <laughs> you, uh, China, is a liar. China is a person that's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But... Um, it, the truth is just for those that want to seek Jesus, let them seek Jesus. Mm. Seek and you will find. Exactly. Knock and the door will be open to you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Bruh, it's so simple, <laughs> but it's not easy. No. It's simple, but it ain't easy. That's the sucky part of it. Is like, it, honestly though, it's like once you go, once you 
Like, it's like, once you go Christian, you never go back. <laughs> like, once you go reborn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once you receive the Holy Spirit, you're ruined to the world. Right. Like, no other pleasure will satisfy. <laughs> you, like, there will always, I think everybody has this. I think I'm just, okay, this is like a come to Jesus meeting. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, I just <laughs> yeah, want to sure. say go ahead, that go ahead. Um, we're not trying to say that we have all the answers. We're not trying Speak to say for yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that we know everything, that you guys need to learn everything from us. Yeah. Um, we're still learning. We're yes. still seeking God. We're still searching for him because we're not having all the answers. We're every day walking towards christ-like every day walking towards the sanctification yeah. and gaining more knowledge of christ and so who knows maybe sure. we'll look back on some of these podcasts we did and be, be like, like oh, oh no <laughs> i can't believe i said that yeah 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 and uh, that's a great that's a great point man and a great transition and kind of what we're talking about is is the future of this podcast is going to look a lot like that a lot of us growing a lot of us are understanding transforming and because and we want you guys to grow with us. Yes, because we have conviction of continuously being refined by the Holy Spirit. That's the coolest thing about God and, and the Christian walk is that and just living within reality. It's like there's truth and there's false. Like, And not only that, but it shows why the um, the rapture wouldn't be biblical because that goes against the God's concept of the process and the sanctification mm. Not just of us, but of the whole world. Mm. And mm. things just don't happen instantly with God, even if we want them to. We can't yeah. escape the torture. We can't escape the pain and the sorrow and the frustration. We have to go through it and discover yeah. more of God. Sure. But the rapture is beside the point. Anyways. Wait, wait. That's an Sorry. You can look up YouTube videos. Like Look at FAI stuff. Yeah. Frontier Alliance International. It's a great resource on that. Um, but yeah, so... That's going to be the podcast is us growing, you guys growing with us, but us asking a ton of questions because when it comes down to it, we have conviction to be curious. So we want to learn and understand. So we're going to have different people on. We're even going to have these conversations. And, and the thing is, I think a big part of it is, you know, like be set in, in the in truths, but don't be set in your own ideas and understanding. And so like that's what I strive for is to always be open to a new perspective on a certain concept, but also have certain things that are my baseline, right? right. There's like fundamental building blocks that reality is based upon that cannot be changed. They are that way. And there that's is what one it means truth. Yeah. to have a foundation in Christ. That's what it means to have Christ as your cornerstone yeah. and build your house on the solid rock yeah and i think that's kind of what we have been doing Hopefully. but but <laughs> the idea uh for us is to become more consistent with this um because we're, we're still both in college and there's a lot of stuff going on you know what i mean uh <laughs> he's got a girlfriend um i'm still single but it's okay yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty. Uh, we've been having some tough conversations. We can transition into that if you want. Um, I just wanted to, g you know, more more than anything, cast vision on on where we're going. Yeah. And let people know, like, hey, we want to stay consistent. We got other things we're doing. 
I would love to do this full time. I think it's possible. I've never believed that this was like just some like because when my, when I was doing mindless millennials, like Bobby Steiner, world champion bull riders in the seventies, like a hundred millionaire, like uh, Bob Metcalf, the creator of Ethernet, mentor to Steve Jobs, um, you know, working for Reese Witherspoon for a little bit when I was around twenty, I think. It just like in producing podcasts for the Mays Business School, the School of Innovation. So like, I ha- I never do things thinking that's just a hobby. Like we're sitting in a studio right now that obviously this is either <laughs> it's either a serious thing or a very unhealthy hobby. <laughs> like <laughs> like the amount of like work and stuff that's in the studio. It's a very unhealthy hobby, <laughs> if it's that. It's a little uh, pricey, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I think it's possible. I think that's where we're going to go. So yeah. we want you guys to be with us on this and help this thing grow. So if, if you want to share it with people, that would be awesome. Right. Um, and we'd love to hear any comments, any thoughts. Um, just text us or put in the comments like, hey, talk more about this. Hey, yeah. this was really interesting. Or I'd love to s- just see more. Or even, re- uh, like, send us guest ideas. Definitely. Like, who would you want to see on the show? Um, but that's the whole deal. We want to be unique, uh, more unique than other. Like, we want to have our own niche, like, exploring these concepts and even talking about all different types of topics, but through um, through the, the lens, lens of, of truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we 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 can transition. We want to talk about relationships a little bit. Um, yeah, sure. Was one cool thing just happened? I have this little <laughs> this little thing. My I just my dad didn't even tell me he was doing this. This is crazy. It made me feel so good. But uh, one of the big things that's been on my heart is that I have a lot of ambition. So I wanna I wanna do travel evangelism and and and. and combine media and podcasting and taking an audience with me with that and so that's like a large ambition there's like there's a lot that goes into it it's not the standard go to college become an engineer get your guaranteed hundred grand check a year <laughs> like there's not a ton of guarantee but if we're being honest there's not a ton of guarantee in anything Except that Christ will always be faithful. Right. Which means he's going to return to earth, raise us from the dead, and rule as the most just king that ever existed. <laughs> but so, but sometimes when you're a unique person with a lot of ambition, you it takes time maybe for your, your parents and people in your life, your family, to understand that there may be like a a deeper calling or maybe even for yourself to understand that it's real right and And part of that is they they care about you and they want you to be successful and just sometimes their definition of success and your definition of success is a little different yeah and there's a lot of bums in this in this world yeah a lot of people that don't want to work at all of course or do anything um but then there's a certain extent it's like this is how I kind of break it down a little bit. Like, obviously, we need to work and we need to create revenue, but but 
don't ever let that stomp out your God-given dreams, ambitions, and gifting, you know? Like, that is one thing, you know, I haven't always valued it because I didn't really, you know, I wasn't taught in the church to value that, Mm. you know? Like, but I do believe that we may not see people as, like, as important as they are. Like, even in the church, like, if we're talking, I think this whole kind of numbers game has seeped into every bit of our life, you know, like, oh, we, how many people go to your church? Like, everybody asks that, like, how big is your church? It's like, never, what kind of quality of people go there? What are, what is, what is the common giftings that you see people have? Oh, well, everybody's very unique. This person's doing this, this person's doing this, like, that would be amazing. And, and that's well, what I would love to s- see a, lo- a lot more. And we see the story in the Bible talking about the um, the proud um, people that were just dumping in uh, coins into the, like, offering plate. And then this one woman who gave all she had. Right. And it was just a tiny, a tiny penny, basically. And Jesus said, that is who you should be like. That is who... I bless. He said it meant more than anything right. you could ever give. Right. Because that was all, all she, she had. had. So it's not about quantity. Right. With Jesus. Yeah. And, and and so when you're on this path that you have deep conviction about, you you sit in the quiet place and pray and talk to God about, you have these ideas, you're an entrepreneur, you're creative, whatever it is, like whatever your ambition and path is. Like, you can, many times, if not all, every time, you'll be misunderstood. And the best feeling ever, and, and not what you should be relying on, because if you're never understood, that's okay, because a lot, in a lot of ways you won't. Right. But is when people finally start to recognize the, the, the unique Especially people that, that you love and yeah, trust. That God gave you. Yeah. And, and so I actually was talking to my dad quite a bit because I've kind of always been a little anxious of what he thought and whether or not um, he was going to be proud of the direction I go or think I could do what I, th- you know, what I truly believe I can do. You know, like even with this podcast, thing, this is three years in the making and, uh, and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of fruit that's come from it, um, but not necessarily sustainable, hundred thousand dollar a year check <laughs> proof. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I got this in the mail the other day. I don't know if you can even see this, but it's a little compass, and I love exploring. That's literally my favorite thing to do. I'll tell anybody. Literally, what I do for fun is I go and explore and find new spots. But I got this in the mail today, uh, like really, literally right before we did this podcast. Yeah of this company that says, to my son, whatever your journey in life may take you, or wherever your journey in life may take you, I pray you will always be safe. Enjoy the ride and never forget your way back home. I'm always here for you. Love, Dad. And I got a little necklace thing, too, a little compass with it. But that was just super impactful. And to me... The things that have always been the most significant things from people is the little things. 
Yeah. And I think God thinks about things like that a lot of the times. Like 100%. he cares about the little things in life yeah. from us. He doesn't necessarily care about how many people we like turn towards God, but if we like brought our brother yeah. or the person next to us, you know, next or to us. Or even just like but you l- chose to read the Bible. You chose to memorize a verse. You chose God. To spend you time chose, with him. Yeah, you chose that relationship. Yeah. And, yeah, and so, yeah, there's, you don't have to have all of the theological understanding figured out. Like, I think that's a lot, a lot of times what kind of gets mistaken when people talk about those things. Mm. I personally think it's important to right. understand or to seek understanding of who God is and what he said and why he said it. Right, but it's not a, you have to have everything figured out, you have to know everything from the start, because then it just becomes, like, overwhelming like, oh, I just became a Christian. What do I do next? Yeah. You must know all of this. Shame on you for sure. not having all this biblical foundation and knowing all the answers. But it, but if you are that type of person right. that seeks more answers, and often you're left lacking in, in answers. Like you go up to your pastor and you're like, what do you think about this? And they don't know. Because for one, I, I think a lot of baby Christians have become pastors. Like a lot of Christians <laughs> that maybe don't understand the Bible in the way they should to be able to teach people have become pastors. I'm not saying that's wrong necessarily, but I think that's what happened. So a lot of people are left questioning things and they're like, oh, well, just trust in God. You don't need to know that. Man. <laughs> like, like, you know, and that was never like we, we've talked about this, like uh, Francis Schaeffer talks about this. It's this irrational idea of Christianity that we're just blindly believing something is it's not biblical but many times like oh just you know don't think about it like it's not about understanding caleb (laughs) it's not but i i want to say there is a place for you there is a place for you if you are that type of person that's seeking understanding it is not wrong there's a place for you if you think a lot if you're a thinker if you are a philosopher at heart and at mind, if you think about big ideas and big questions, there's a place for you. I know you may feel out of place sometimes, but there's a place for you within ministry, and there's something God has for you to do. Well, not only that, but there's a place for everyone because even if the church doesn't do their best job of showing it, God himself in a way, if we were created in his image, then in a way we have the el- similar personality to God. Now, we're in a broken world, of course, but God has all these different personality traits and perspectives within him, and he gets to relate to each and every one of us on a different and unique aspect and mm. level. And so there is a place for each and every one of us because, because God gave us our personality. He gave us our passion, and he gave us our skills, and we're called to give that to him through surrender and through relationship. And so there is a place for every single person within the body of Christ and within Jesus himself. So question for you, Caleb, is where would you like to see this podcast go? What attributes of it? Would you like to see improve or for us to even like go further down a certain path? Would you <laughs> like to see us talk to like the John Pipers and, you know, those yeah. kind of characters via Zoom or, you know, like what 
do you even care? Are you <laughs> just doing it because it's fun? Like, what is your vision? Um, well, so part of my own gifting, and I've been able to understand and explore this myself, but part of the gifting God has given me is to be able to not just blindly follow people's vision, but to be able to come under authority and pursue and push forward the vision that God has given others. Mm. Now, this doesn't mean that I just accept whatever everyone else wants. I have ideas and I will pursue them, obviously, but I feel like a lot of my main purpose is to help others get to where they, where God's calling them and me. Hmm. And, but for this podcast specifically, to answer your question, I think that one thing we need to work on, and we've talked, I've talked about this um, to Bailey privately, is <laughs> consistently, yeah. consistency. So, and we're gonna start working on that, and hopefully we can get two out a week, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So check check back um, on Tuesday That's afternoon on. and Thursday afternoon. But um, we can't promise anything yet. Hopefully it gets very consistent, but yeah. we're not there yet. But I would love to have on um, different perspectives, different people. I think the most powerful things that we've seen so far are the testimonies mm. because God speaks through our lives. God speaks through our testimonies and – I think it's amazing when we can just share those testimonies and explore God yeah. because those testimonies show like, oh, not only did God help that person with in their brokenness, but God can help me in my brokenness. It shows his faithfulness that God will always do what he promised and God will yeah. always be there for us and help us. And that goes back to the uniqueness everybody has. That everybody has a, like everybody is a part of this cosmic story. When we realize and see that we are not the main character of this movie <laughs> like this narrative isn't about us this movie isn't about us but we and you and i caleb are the same we are yet we are but soldiers in god's armies led by a real man named jesus that right. jesus is the main character then we all become the same but when i am the main character when you think of yourself as the main character then i become but a pawn in your movie. Right. And so we are inherently different because I think of myself as the main character and you're just, Kayla, you're just a part of it. Right. Like you're a part of my life. You know, we say that all the time. My life, my life, my life. But it's <laughs> not my life. It's like you've given your life to yeah. God. But so the I, beautiful yeah. thing is that in surrendering, in giving our lives to God, we except not only a higher calling, but a beautiful relationship yeah. where God cares about each and every one of us individually. Well, and a lifting of a burden. Yes. <laughs> a lifting of pressure. <laughs> a, we don't We don't have to be the James Bond. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're not supposed to I be I the James Bond. I do have a question Bond. for you based upon what, what you said. Um, why do you think it is so looked down upon to be, quote, unquote, a follower? Well, I think that a lot of it comes from a culture of laziness, a culture of complacency. Mm. And I know that I personally can struggle with that 100%. But I know that <laughs> there's not like some in thing inherently wrong with me for wanting to see other people 
be lifted up and see other people's passions and dreams be explored. Mm. And I will, uh, like I, um, we briefly mentioned this and we talked about this in a podcast, but I'm writing a book. Yeah. And I am, I have about two chapters left to edit and re- revise and edit, and then I'll send it off to an editor and try to get it published and everything. So I have dreams, I have passions and goals, but my biggest thing really is to let other people shine, let other people do what God's called yeah. them. And I feel like that's part of my calling, Dude, to help others. That is a very noble and wise thing to understand. Like, it's very self-aware but I also have to remember that the whole pride issue of <laughs> one, well, of course, not being complacent and just letting other people do everything, but yeah. also the, oh, I'm so amazing and so strong that I can not only deal with all of my stuff, but I can help everyone else deal with all of their stuff. And I'm this perfect person who does everything everyone needs me to be. Right. And that is not it either. Yeah. And I struggle with that sometimes. Yeah, but, but it's I all about letting God yeah. work through But I want to I want to tell you that that is very unique mm. to think that way. Because so many people can't get past their own pride of wanting it them to be the visionary right. and, and the the founder <laughs> or the superstar or whatever. Some ways I don't want to be the founder, or the superstar, or any of that. <laughs> and but but so many times people aren't meant to. They don't like. For 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 instance, I have a lot of ideas, right? Right. I didn't choose to be that. I didn't choose to do that. But for some reason, so many people want to have all these ideas all the time. I'll tell you one thing. It it's it's just as you know, like burdensome as whatever position you're in. Right. You know, it's like it's the. it's a gifting and I would never trade it for anything because that's who I am and who God made me to be. But at the same time, I think we look at other people's lives and we say, Hey, I want that. Mm. I want that. And and that's what it is. And, but dude, I just want to like honor you and compliment you with that because (laughs) that's not normal. And (laughs) and it takes people like people that are visionaries. It takes people deciding that they want to come under that to, for, for something great to happen. When I just love the the completing of something. Mm. I, I'll start things, but what I love is to complete things mm. and to see the finished work and see it all completed in its beauty and glory and what God's called it to be. Now, of course, that means that sometimes I struggle with starting things or sometimes I just want to go ahead and get to the finish line, but God's taught me that it's all about that process and God's taught me that if I'm faithful to continue walking each step and continue to love people, continue to serve, and to continue to be faithful, then he will bless that, and he will show up, and he will do his part. Mm. That's what I pray for this podcast. Dude, yes. let's pray, and let's, let's end this thing, because I think, I think it's good. Yeah. You, you, you think it's good? How long have we been going? Like an uh, hour? Exactly 59 minutes and 34 oh, sick. seconds. I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> I like GPS and, and clock in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, l- let me pray first. Uh, thank you, Lord, for giving us the opportunity to speak into people's lives. Lord God, 
thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk to you and for you guiding us into all truth into all things that are good lord please show the world the hurting world what is true and what is good that there's a difference between good and bad lord please make yourself known to us lord please make your guidance and and your ways known to us lord give us a deeper reverence for you and a deeper passion for getting in the quiet place with you god getting into your word and understanding the things that you've revealed to the world make us have a heart like c.s lewis a heart that searches for the truth a heart that goes from atheist to believer god thank you so much for being mighty and, and sovereign thank you for bringing us together to this moment right now we love you and we are so excited for what you have to come in jesus name amen amen and if you ever see us move away from this podcast is dedicated to jesus yeah then let us know yeah because we need you guys as much as accountability hopefully um want to explore our podcast and our um concepts and thoughts so we want that accountability to know like okay everything is about jesus everything goes back to him this podcast is 100 percent dedicated to jesus yeah yep we love you guys yep we'll see you soon see you thursday we're gonna be on thursday look out for us thursday about we'll, we'll schedule it i think it's around five o'clock five thirty yes something like that we're going on with gage settler he's the man as later my, guys uh, as my pastor says get ready get ready get ready get ready thank you guys for listening thank you caleb we'll see you later